Welcome to the Law Firm Growth Podcast, where we share the latest tips, tactics, and strategies for scaling your practice from the top experts in the world of growing law firms. Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jan Roos, and I'm here with a solo pod about an issue that I see from time to time that I think is very easily avoidable, but it's something I used to do a ton when I was getting started, and it's something I still see clients, people I talk to, other business owners doing all the time, which is making the mistake of trying to innovate on a process that is new to the person. So going back to the title, Replicate Before You Innovate, this is a piece of advice that I got from a mentor back in the day. But um, it's actually a concept that I found goes back a very long time. So I heard about this on a different podcast when I really like Knowledge Project by Shane Parrish. But um, there's actually a Japanese word for this entire journey of knowledge when it comes to getting into any new domain. And the Japanese call this shuhari, which translates to three stages of understanding something and the different things that somebody's supposed to be focusing on each stage. So shu directly translates to learning the fundamentals, getting the techniques down, heuristics, proverbs, like the traditional stuff. I'm pulling this from Wikipedia, by the way. So this is the level where if you have a template, you should be following it exactly. The reasons why, and you know, this is how we teach things. This is certainly how I've learned things from the best, you know, people that we've invested into expertise for, for any part of the business or frankly, any part of my life. You don't really understand why things are in place with a default. And if you were to try to train an employee to do what you do or something like that, you're kind of in the same position right there, right? It's easier to provide a blueprint than it is to explain every step of the blueprint because it actually requires a deeper level of knowledge to understand all these different elements. And these are things that will kind of come from context. So the classic issue that we see, and I see all the time, not only with myself, but clients, all the different things, is trying to get really clever at a stage where we really should be focusing on the fundamentals, right? Where we see this the most is probably in either marketing or sales process stuff, just by the nature of what we do. But um, and again, I was more guilty of this than anyone. So I'm not pointing fingers of something that I'm not <laughs> doing myself. But I remember I always used to get these ideas and I'm like, all right, cool. Hey, look, I really like this one idea. But what if I crossbred it with this other marketing idea and then we get a one-two combo and it's going to really, really crush and then blah, 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 blah. So I was constantly on the lookout for these little edges and combining things a way that hadn't been done before. I think it's just sort of my tendency is as a, a neophile, which I guess is sort of a common place to be as, as a you know founder of a company. But this has shot me in the butt so many times I can't even, and again, not in the, the terms of, I mean, I've absolutely lost a lot of marketing budgeting this, but in terms of time loss as well, there's a lot of situations where we could have been growing so much faster as a company if we had just stuck to the damn script instead of trying to, you know, write a symphony before we could play chopsticks, right? Similar thing, I see this all the time with sales process, especially because it's something we've been consulting with clients a lot. I see this where people have two different processes and they try to hybridize it. And the thoughts are, if you take the best of both worlds, it's going to work out. But more often than not, and I will say this specifically for sales, there's a lot of sense in doing things stepwise because we're more or less 
constructing an argument with the prospect and doing things out of order or in a way that doesn't respect the context of an entire process. It's kind of like baking a cake with two different recipes, right? So if you're trying to make a pound cake, you can follow the recipe and make a pound cake. If you're trying to make a, your grandma's chocolate cake, you can follow those that recipe and make it work. Both recipes work. But if you're taking half of each, you're going to wind up with an absolutely insane mess. And that's what happens, you know, especially when people are trying to innovate before they're able to replicate at this level. So that's the first part, shoe. And my big piece of advice for that is just stick with it, right? The next part is ha. <laughs> and um, sorry, I'm laughing. This is kind of an interesting podcast for about a very experimental guys. So I hope you're enjoying it. But um, the next part is where we're breaking with tr tradition, right? So, and you guys have probably experienced this at some point in your own career. When you have the fundamentals down, you can see where those are only a best practice approach. There are times where you can actually break from the template that's going to get you a better result. But unfortunately, it isn't until you've been using a template or a blueprint for a long time before you can really understand. I think a lot of what leads to the ability to innovate within a system at the ha level is understanding the context. And that's something that can only really, really come with experience. So another thing too, is that people, and there's a certain, you know, depending on how much content you consume, it's very, it's impossible to do this with only having an intellectual understanding of whatever it is time to learn. Right. And it's, you know, one of my favorite metaphors for this is, is from Sandler training systems. It's like, you know, you can't learn how to ride a bike at a seminar. You really have to figure out how these things work. And there's certain things, even if you could understand, you know, get a, a verbal recounting of all the situations for a hundred consultations, it still wouldn't be the same as having one on your own because you're not in the driver's seat. You don't understand these different factors how they're playing out in real time. So to get to the part where you can break with tradition, you have to just follow tradition. And the thing is, what's fantastic about blueprints is that they're a very repeatable process that you can usually get a result of, but it's it's not following the process which stops people from getting the result. And that's what you know prevents people from getting any sort of context. The last level is when we have re, which is basically going from the fundamentals, innovating within the fundamentals, and finally breaking the fundamentals. My favorite quote on this is Salvador Dali, who said something to the effect of you have to understand the rules so that you can break them. You know, the reason why, you know, you look at a Salvador Dali painting and they're worth however many millions, tens of millions, billions, I don't know how much I'm an art guy. You know, that looks not too dissimilar than stuff that five-year-olds around the country are doing. But the reason it's so exquisite is because he was doing such under, like there's there's an understanding of the fundamentals. So he's able to break them and create something entirely new. Within the context of marketing, sales, uh, growing your law firm, this is when you have people that are coming up with completely new plays. It's kind of interesting thinking back to a lot of the stuff that we've seen. I'm reminded of our, our uh, interview with Blake Harris on one of the most followed TikTok attorneys for estate planning. He was able to get to this place and do something really innovative because he had followed the process in a little bit more of a stepwise way in getting his feet under him for presenting, getting his feet under him for generating content and other domains, blogs, SEO, all the traditional stuff. And when he was able to do that, he was able to create something new to innovate. But it's also kind of challenging because when we look at people that we admire, we see them innovating and think it's the innovation that got them there. When in reality, that's the top of a very, very long pyramid that they had to build and figure that out. So if we look to the people that are the most successful and see what they're doing, oftentimes what works for an expert is not going to work for somebody who's less experienced for a situation. Another thing I see all the time with sales. Uh, so basically, the most advanced closers are able to have a lot of success with follow-ups, but in general, follow-ups 
are a terrible idea for people setting out, especially if you're trying out a new traffic channel. So that's breaking the rules to make it work. But you know, in the general case, most people are letting way too many follow-ups in place and losing tons of deals as a result of it, right? So putting it all together, we want to obey the fundamentals. We want to innovate within the system. And then we have we want to finally go on to creating new frameworks, right? And again, centuries of Japanese wisdom can't be wrong, right? But if you think about all the stuff that you've been trying in your life, one of the things I, uh, I'll share an embarrassing story. I wanted to be a guitar kid when I was like in seventh grade. I spent my entire life savings on a Gibson SG out of eBay, of course, because Tony Naomi from Black Sabbath had it. And I refused to take guitar lessons because I thought I was going to be writing <laughs> this music and being an original and stuff. That was me going to the re-level and I did not even have the first thing. So I literally never learned to play guitar. And guess what? I don't play guitar anymore. So that was just, you know, a natural tendency for me. But like other things that I've done in my life, you know, I've always tried to, and then, you know, the older I get, the more I'm, I'm kind of getting the understanding of how helpful it is to just pay for the shortcut, whether that's expertise, coaching, information, books, whatever, and just sticking to the damn script. It's just like really one of these things that, you know, it's there's so many unknown unknowns when you're starting any new domain, whether it's in business, whether it's in a hobby. And I think there's a lot of grief that can be saved if you just um, stop trying to be too smart and just follow the damn script. Like you'll get to the point where you can innovate, just, you know, pay your dues first. So anywho, I hope this is a helpful podcast, guys little weird one, weird format. Let me know what you guys think. And I'll see you guys next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Eastern on the Law Firm Growth Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode.